Hey, 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 y'all. We are back for another episode of Raw with a Purpose. I am Titani Harris, psychotherapist, author, speaker, certified balanced living coach, CEO of TMH Behavioral Services and TMH Man Cave. <laughs> All the titles, right? All the titles. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> I am Latasha Davis, Vice President of TMH Behavioral Services and Couples, Marriage, and Family Expert. Hey. Hey, girl. Who I am. I feel like every episode, I'm a little tired. But I'm rested probably this week because I had a good little time off. So that was cool. Yes, y'all have to force Tasha to take her vacation. So I'm proud of you, boo. I I love my boss. (laughs) She tells me, take the week. Oh, I'm taking my week. This is a good boss over here. I ain't gonna even trip. I ain't gonna hold y'all up. I don't know about y'all boss, but this boss is the bosom. I appreciate you. Let's get right into it. So we we gonna talk about this intake process and what (laughs) happened. Let's get into it. And what happens when um, folks are looking for therapy and what that should look like. Um, So... When I first started TMH Behavioral Services, I was doing everything, y'all. I was billing. I was seeing clients. I was verifying benefits. And I was doing what's called our intake process. And it became too much. And so Latasha took that over. And I'm so excited. No, let's tell the story. (laughs) What's the? Nope, no, nope, don't leave the story out because what happened? Oh, I can tell the story. Okay, the story. I, what I recall, <laughs> I did, I did kind of make yeah. that seem like okay. I did. So don't act like you don't remember the story. She does this all the time in our friendship too. But anyway, so she was doing, and I think it was like taking off some time, or it was overwhelming. Yep. And I said, oh, well, I could just step in and do. I like doing that type of stuff. So she's like, oh, thank you so much, Booz. I appreciate you. And I never gave it back. <laughs> It just became part of my role. <laughs> you know how they say other duties aside, that was other duties yeah, aside. Yeah, you know what? You are right. You're right. Yes, y'all. I never took it back. She just was so good at it. So I, I let her have that intake process. So I want to talk about what it looks like, though. So yeah. Tasha, mm-hmm. <laughs> when people call our office or in intake in general, let me just say this. Full disclosure, the way we do intake make it look different than a, another office or therapist does intake. So want to keep that in mind. We want to just give you guys a general overview of what the therapy process should look like in terms of when you call someone's office. Yes. So we're going to talk from the um, disclaimer, just from TMH Behavioral Services. Yes. Side. So Full this disclaimer. is not for everybody, but this right. is how this is how we talked and made it look. Right. Yes. We yes. have had a lot of conversations of what we wanted this to look like. So this is kind of what we had created at the TMH baby and and like Tanny, I'm not even gonna say Titani and Tan <laughs> Tanny, Tans. Okay, but no, Tanny professionally. So I'll be talking about the professional tip. So yes. I just we had went, you know, not even back and forth, but we wanted to create something. Yeah. That was unique. Yep. That was nurturing. Yes. That was engaging. And we wanted Tanny wanted this personal touch. Yes. I wanted people when they call our office to feel like I don't want them to feel like they were calling the therapy office. Mm-hmm. I want them to feel like they was just, you know, calling a place like a I don't want to say home, but just that warm feeling, right? Like when they call, because people are already nervous when they call Mm -hmm. for therapy. People already are experiencing things like anxiety, just the thought of even going to therapy. So, you know, I'm big on that customer service. So we want to make people feel comfortable. So that's what our approach is. Yes. And then a lot of clients are listening to voice messages yes. voicemails and not hearing a person so when they do call our office and if they leave a message I'll call back and they say oh my god it's a real person I know they are so like stoked by it's a real person but not even that y- you even we people even call our office and they be like you called us back so fast yes 
Yes. That and and I love that about us. But I'm gonna raise my eyebrow at, at folks out here doing this work. Like we gotta call people back. So yeah. we not we gonna get into that though. We yeah. gonna get into that in a later episode about how these red flags when you're calling a therapist office or a therapist in general. Right. And that's why I do like that we do call back. But sometimes when they have said it, I'm like, I hope I don't come off creepy. <laughs> Because they're like, you got, I just pushed it in. Like, I'm like, okay, this is not a Lifetime movie. I am not <laughs> going to assassinate you. <laughs> but, right. But it's real funny. But let's get into it. So how it works. So basically, we have three. We have multiple <laughs> forms of how we get uh, referrals. Yes. So the first step is if you're someone who, you know, wants to seek therapy, there are so many ways that you can seek therapy. Of course, at TMH Behavioral Services, you can go to our website. You know, shameless plug there. But you can go psychology today, melanin mental health, therapy for black girls, therapy for black men. There are tons of tons of um, sites and resources for you to find a therapist. So once you find a therapist and you call the office, you will hear. Hello, this is Latasha Day from TMH Behavioral Services. May I help you today? <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of how I, how I start off. So then they'll talk about what they're looking for. So one of the things I have to ask before we even get into the intake is what service you're looking for? Yes, because that's important. Also, let me just say this too. Before you even get to talking about that, it's also important to understand you don't have to know why you're calling an office. Like you don't have to know why you're seeking services. Mm-hmm. So I want people to understand that like there is no pressure to under to know why mm-hmm. you want to see a therapist. It can you can just you can even say I don't know when they ask you mm-hmm. why you're seeking service. You can say you know what I don't know. Right. And I'm gonna get into that piece of what, uh, piece of that in my intake. So the first thing is the individual. Is it the individual? Is it couples? Is it marriage? Is it family? Um, so that let me know if that's the case. And then they will also I also ask are you paying out of pocket or with insurance so yes. I, when I say out of pocket that's you paying cash yes uh, so the next thing is that let me know if it's out of pocket or with insurance so then I ask what insurances are you what insurance or insurances because some people have dual insurances exactly. primary and a secondary Titan you'll get into that <laughs> so I'm the nerd right <laughs> she's the nerd she taught me this is the guru so she had taught me very well but um, so then we asked that and then we asked those questions because this is something I know that this is happening personally to people is that they might start a service and that question don't get asked and then later down the line they earn services and then they start the person verify the benefits and they're like oh we don't accept your insurance exactly we don't want that to happen here we want you to know exactly in the beginning if we accept your insurance or not and if that's not an option then we do have a sliding scale or we look at other um, ways uh, avenues to get you those services and and speaking of what kind of insurance are you paying out of pocket one of the things I struggle with early on in, in starting my practice is that asking people initially are you paying out of pocket or using insurance and I think I struggle with that because I didn't not that I didn't see the value in what we do but it's like people are distressed so like I'm asking your name number but that's important it's still a we talk about this all the time it's still a business so we have to ask that question yes I was very nervous asking that question I was very nervous you already we already talked about Miss Hernandez (laughs) right So I was like, so, but now it's just part of my script. It's, hey, let's get to it. Yeah. Are we paying out of pocket insurance? Let's, you know, let's pull the Band-Aid off okay. because I don't want to run into that issue. Yep. So then they will let me know and then we'll proceed with the intake. Mm-hmm. So the intake, I do um, the demographic piece and yep. then we do the clinical piece. Exactly. And the demographic, just asking your name, your date of birth, insurance, service, uh, therapy preference, yep. therapist preference. So if I, I, my therapist preference is African-American, Hispanic, or open. Yeah. And when I say open, that's anybody versus your um, race, gender, ethnicity, 
So we just ask those questions. Yeah. So once male they, or female, male or female. Yeah. Thank you. And so they'll let me know. And it's so funny. This is a funny thing they do. So if I say, if I say, okay, when I ask them the question and it's time for them to respond, they are hesitant to respond to. Can I say? African American female. Yes. And I'm like, yes, I asked you the question. It's totally okay. Why I, do you think people struggle with that? Because they don't, they, one of the things they say, discrimination. They don't yes. want to feel like they're discrimination in another race if they prefer. And we I get discriminated against all the time. I'm saying, yeah, folks so loving. We so forgiving. We so, like, I'm not even going to get on my soapbox, but I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay, carry on. Carry on. It's so funny when they say, can I say black female? Yes. Black male? <laughs> Is that wrong? I'm like, absolutely stage advocate for yourself you want a black man you want yes. a black woman you want this so no it's nothing wrong with you having a preference that's why i always ask what is your therapist preference now we may not have that available depending on what the need is but we do want to ask and we want to try to fit you with that person we ask about availability we ask the therapy setting yes so we offer four types of settings so that's we right. offer our i remodel over here baby girl i'm telling you <laughs> see i know this intake in and out so ain't nothing so therapy so we ask we do over the phone yep so this is a funny thing about the over the phone piece um some people are like why do you over phone well some people have anxiety yes. and self-esteem issues so sometimes they don't want to be seen at first they want to build that rapport via phone yes. to build up to that but also keeping in mind that at not i don't even want to say ethically but at tmh behavioral services we if a person doesn't want in office services or in the community which is one of the other services yes. we offer and we provide telehealth right through yes. video yes. we have to ask if you want to do video and if mm-hmm. that's when the client would most of the time they don't want to do video would say phone yes. but anybody who works for me I'm, I'm gonna say this out loud they have you must be on video with your client unless the client specifies they don't want to be on video exactly. I want to make that clear exactly yeah. yes so the four types is over the phone yep telehealth in person in the community and in person in the office that's right that's our four options that like I said again, this is TMH. This is not no shade towards anybody else and how they do things, but this is what we offer here at TMH Behavioral Services. So now we get into the clinical piece. Mm-hmm. So we ask about hospitalizations. Yes, we ask about suicidal history. Yeah, and I and I want I want people to understand like why do we ask these questions? So one of the things at TMH we want to. And, and not even just TMH, what's important in this space is understanding the client's need. Why do we ask about hospitalizations? Because we want to make sure we provide the best form of service slash treatment for the client who's calling our office, right? Some services are beyond the scope of what we can provide, mm-hmm. like people who have severe mental illnesses mm-hmm. who maybe have been hospitalized, who may need a higher level of service, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and speaking about, so I'm going to get into that piece a little bit. So we asked about the hospitalization, suicidality. We asked about if you have any domestic violence um, yes. background, mm-hmm. any substance abuse, yep. physical, sexual, emotional abuse, neglecting your child, neglecting your childhood, medical, food, shelter, any things like that. So we asked these questions because like I said, it gives me an idea, a snapshot of like Titani said, if this is a good fit for us. Yeah. If fit for you. Um so I know sometimes when clients call and it hurts my heart really when we are not able to service them because of those needs. Sometimes we are not able we it's not that we don't want to, but maybe like the scope of the need is more than what we can handle. Yeah. And so what we try and I know when that happens, oh my heart breaks for yeah. a mom. So so as, as not only am I, you know, Latasha's boss, but I'm also I provide supervision. It breaks my heart when she shares those stories with me when we can't help people but that's how we do a soft handoff want to talk about that like yes we recognize in our intake process that people need 
a level of service beyond not only what we can provide, but they may need something more than therapy. Right, right, right. right. So just to go back a little bit. So when a parent calls and they're in distress because they're saying, I've called 20 offices, you are the only one who's responded. Yes. I hear what you're saying, Miss Davis, but my baby need help. Yes. My child tried to commit suicide. Mm. And I... I'm at that moment I'm moving I'm like okay I hear what you're saying Miss Smith but at this point this is a higher level care yeah so what we need to do it seems like your child may need to go to a hospital or may need psychiatric services and evaluation let me connect you with that first let's get this child stabilized yeah and yeah. then let's come back to it and then that calms them because it's like it's an option right we don't right. want to leave you just like well we can't help you so you know figure it out no that's something we pride ourselves here at tmh is that we always try to give them uh resources and try to do like you said a soft handoff to give Mm -hmm. them the services so i think that's what really helped them calm down is that it's not me just saying we can't help you but you give me an alternative yep yep and so even even going back a little bit in terms of the insurance let's talk about that a little bit like Mm -hmm. Because we have a lot of, I don't want to say issues, but sometimes clients don't understand their insurance when they call our Mm -hmm. office. So let's talk about like verifying benefits and deductibles and the difference and what that looks like. So I'm going to let you wrap that piece up because you taught me (laughs) this is mother (laughs) B.O.B. B.O.B. is verification of benefits. Okay, but I'm going to just wrap this piece of the intake. Once we complete the intake, next step is that they're going to submit their insurance and their ID because we did a lot of stuff um, doing COVID. Yeah. We have them take a picture of their ID and their insurance and they send it to our email. Yep. I forward it to our billing department. They verify the benefits. So some clients will say, well, Ms. Davis, I already know my stuff is active. I said, yeah. we have to do our own due diligence and we need to make sure. And then the next part is for them to do the consents. So the consents is the patient's rights and responsibilities and the financial policy. Yeah. The patient's rights and responsibilities, your responsibility as a client, as a client to TMH. Yes. And then the financial policy is basically... If your insurance lapse expires, you are completely responsible for payment. So that's to say, if you change jobs and do not let us know, if <laughs> if you had Medicaid and went to PPO and don't let us know, and you get cut off and you're still having services that have not been communicated to myself, Latasha Davis, and take coordinate slash vice president, we will come after you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Don't scatter people out, Tasha. Okay. But no, we just want, but the thing is, I really don't, I don't want, I say that because we don't want them to collect the bill. We don't. For yes. the coach, and who wants bills? Right. We do. I, I'm a toot our home. We do do a good job working with clients when they do have those, um, you know, unpaid balances. Yeah. But we don't want you to have an unpaid balance because we want our money. <laughs> right. But we just, the thing is, and I try to explain it to them because I think a lot of people have switched over from like, Medicaid to PPO when they get a new job, right? But then they want to keep the Medicaid because it's free. Yeah. And I get that, but that's like stamps. If they catch you... They are ruthless. I'm telling you. They, they are. are ruthless. So what it and it's like they got attitude with you. So you didn't want to tell me you got a job. Okay. Snip snip. Right. And they will snip you off at the end of that month and you didn't have services with us for four weeks straight and you have no insurances. That's when that whole pay of exactly. $150 per session comes in play. Right. We don't want that for you. So just let us know. We can take a pause. I don't need to know your business. Just take a pause so you don't have another bill. Cause I know me, I don't want it. So then once we verify how the benefits, we did the Consent. Um, then we can talk about the, you know, the deductibles and the copay. So let me give you guys an example. And just this is just like insurance one on one as a 
clients. So let's just say you have a PPO plan. That's a commercial plan through your employer, mm-hmm. right? Yes. You have this and, and mental health is covered. So when we're verifying benefits. We want to see, does your plan include mental health? Some plans do not include mental mm-hmm. health. Yep. So I would encourage folks to ask if you're looking for mental health services and you have health insurance, does my plan include mental health? Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. The second thing is, let's just say it shows that you have a mental health coverage under your plan. And let's just say it says you have a copay of $20, right? And you have a co-insurance of 10%. You're probably like, well, what does that mean, right? What is that? So what that means is if an insurance company reimburses the practice or whoever is providing the service $150 your copay is 20 you will subtract that $20 from that 150 which which leaves 130 that's a copay only but what if it says you have a copay and coinsurance what that means is that 150 you will subtract that your $20 copay which will leave $130 balance and then the coinsurance is 10% of that balance not the overall payment but the Copay minus the copay from the payment. I hope that makes sense to people. You see what I'm talking about, Mother <laughs> Bob. I know, yeah. So it, 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 it and I know it can get confusing, mm-hmm. but this is something that we will talk you through, mm-hmm. um, and helping you understand the language. At the end of the day, we want to make sure that folks get seen and they understand their coverage. And I understand because, like I said, coming from working in an organization, it was just like, okay, just click the box, click a box. I just know PPO was a Cadillac, like my mama say, girl, get you some Blue Cross Blue Shield PPO. It's the Cadillac of insurance. <laughs> so I was like, okay, mama, I'm gonna get that PPO. Right. But I didn't understand the difference between PPO, HMO, right. Medicaid. I didn't understand. I that. can talk about that too, so, HMO. Yes. So, so PPO plans, and I'm just speaking specifically for mental health. I want to make that clear. I don't want to say the wrong thing or misinform you guys. So, for mental health, and, and this is overall health, but mental health specifically is what we're talking about. I just have to reiterate that. If you have a PPO plan, you can pretty, and, and the provider accepts PPO, you can see that provider hence they they want to see you or they they you go through the process with them medicaid is like the state insurance the public aid card or what we call managed care plans these are things like blue cross blue shield community molina county care aetna medicaid these are all what's called managed care plans then there's medicare people forget about medicare people mm-hmm. talk about that for a minute mm-hmm. so medicare people think that medicare is just for old people right not Medicare is for anyone over the age of 55. And I'm only speaking for the state of Illinois in terms of, I also have to make that disclaimer too. We're talking about Illinois insurance plans, but Medicare is a federal program. So this covers all the states. Mm -hmm. So Medicare is federally funded. So for Medicare, Medicare is for anybody over the age of 55 and anyone under the age of 55 who has a chronic illness. So if you are under the age of 55 and you have a chronic illness like HIV, um, congestive heart failure, just things like that, you can qualify for Medicare. I just want to make that distinguishment because people hear Medicare and they think old people and it's like, no, if you are under 55 and have a chronic condition, you can qualify for Medicare services. Ooh, me something extra today. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So when I went to, when I was working, like I was telling Tanny, I didn't really understand how this worked. I know. It's worked. a lie. I got here because I got into the role that she threw me into. Threw you? Threw me. Threw me into the, oh, you know what I'm throne, be good today <laughs> basketball whatever we want to do today <laughs> but I love this part of the work um so 
me being in the background of listening and being a part of these meetings that you put me in on these weekly meetings with the billing department yes really has helped me understand it i never understood all that it took well, to do this well we won't as therapists like nobody teaches us about insurance when we're in school like we're, we're we are trained to provide mental health services mm-hmm. not the business side mm-hmm. right i was I always tell people like running a business a mental health business can be challenging because we're not taught how to run the business mm-hmm. side of the work that we I do that's another episode it is another episode it's so much but no it, it's it can be challenging mm-hmm. but i think it's important that people understand like we, we on y'all side like we want to provide the service we want to make sure you're covered and which is why we also have our free therapy program right mm-hmm. where yep. if you call our office and you don't have any insurance right what about folks who don't have insurance and we go by the federal poverty guidelines so we can provide free services no questions asked mm-hmm. right so there are there are alternatives yeah. out there are we missing anything before we wrap this up um let's see so we so verify okay yeah so now you've been verified yes <laughs> boy that took a lot yes. but this is what happens in the background of what i do so when people like it, it takes probably a couple of weeks almost maybe it can be up to a month depending on the process of the client so you've been verified meaning your consent your verification has been verified with our billing department they send me a nice little spreadsheet to let me know so then i'll call the client and let them know if their insurance is active if they have a copay if they have a deductible right so let's say you're a commercial client you oh have- the deductible deductible yeah talk about the deductible yes mm-hmm. let me explain what a, a deductible is so when you go to the doctor or when you receive your insurance your insurance packet from your employer it'll say like your deductible is two thousand you're out of pocket that's what you have to pay before a provider is reimbursed for their services when they say the deductible has met that means you've paid out of pocket up to that said amount mm-hmm. before the provider is reimbursed yes. just want to make sure we explain that yeah okay so that's what that means <laughs> so let's say for instance you have um a three hundred dollar deductible yes that means you will have to pay our price of right. one hundred and fifty dollars per session until that deductible is met which is covers over two sessions right but sometimes the deductible doesn't apply to mental health. Yes, right? depending. That's yes. yes. So if it's it let us, but the verification that let us know. Yes. Well, it has a good little uh, little snippet. It say this is the deductible. It does not apply to mental health. They don't. They're covered at a hundred percent. Or they say that it doesn't apply, and they have a copay or coinsurance. Right. Which means that if it doesn't apply to mental health, that means you can be seen without meeting your deductible. Yes. If it does apply to mental health, that means you have to pay out of pocket until you meet that deductible. And mm-hmm. what we do is we encourage clients to go and see their other providers, mm-hmm. their primary care physician, their dentist, anybody mm-hmm. else in the healthcare space because their services are typically more expensive than ours mm-hmm. and that helps people eat up their deductible. Yep, that's exactly right. So that's kind of what we do. So once we verified you, you're good to go. Yeah. Now you're here to see a therapist. No, I want to kind of go back. back. Okay. Um, I know you said a client does not have to come in with what they're coming in for. You don't. It's helpful. Yeah. It's helpful. I do want to say that it's helpful for, for I do ask the question what's the reason the reason that's yeah. bringing you in only reason I think is, it is helpful you don't have to it's helpful because it helps me assign the therapist yes so definitely it, so because the therapists have a special niche sometimes yeah so yeah. if it's something that you're looking for a special um accommodation I want to make sure that we match you with that but yeah. you do not so if you come in and say you know what I just my friend just said I need to go I'm just I'm just winging I've done this before we get a lot of that so I usually put in there a physical outlet mm-hmm. and then other things kind of arise from that from what the therapist say like they come in it'd be so much more but they just don't know what to say and that's right. fine but I just want to make sure that you understand the only reason we do really ask that I just want to make sure I fit you with the appropriate therapist so I just want to go back to that piece so we wrap that piece up 
That whole package, see how long that takes? That whole package is a big <laughs> package. That's all what I do before the therapy. I handle all that for our therapist. They don't have to see that ugly side of that piece because <laughs> that's heavy. But I do enjoy it because it is the gateway to the TMH. So I, I know I know this practice back and forth. So I'll even talking to Gwen, I should say a name. Oh, that's this person's client. This this person's client. Yeah, that's personal touch. I, I just know. And this is over. We have, we talked about, we have over what, so many claims a week yeah. that comes in. Clients, and I, oh, yeah. Clients. I just know it. So once we wrap that up, I sign a therapist. Okay. Here we go. Now the <laughs> ball gets a rolling. So I do a nice little referral. I put in there. I I, I really I think I spoil our therapists a lot. So I don't know if everybody else intake person spoil our therapists the way we do at TMH, but we do. We show a lot of love and nurturance. So I make sure they have a good referral. Say, hey, please contact this client by the next day at 6 p.m. However, if you're not able to do that, let me know. I will contact them and let them know, hey, unfortunately, the therapist is out of, out of office. They're responding this time. That's And then we go from there. The therapist takes it from there. They carry it away. Okay. Okay. This is a lot of information, Whew. you guys. We know. We know it was a lot of information, but we hope that you learned a lot about the therapy process. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that we want to get into like therapist red flags, which is coming down the line of what to look for in a therapist. We'll get mm-hmm. there. So any last thoughts that you want to share? Oh, man. What do I, I always say? Mental health. <laughs> Therapy is like a good pair of shoes. It just has to fit. I love that. Yes, mm-hmm. it has to fit. And I would say just make the call. Like you've already, when you call a therapist's office, you have already shown that you are ready to just get some help and kind of work through whatever you're experiencing. So I'm going to say just make the call. Mm-hmm. Um, first yeah, of first, it's about being brave and taking care of your mental health. So that's it for today, you know, mm-hmm. guys. So make sure you follow us at Raw With A Purpose. Follow me at TMH Man Cave and Titanic Harris on all social media. Mm-hmm. Definitely Facebook, IG, Raw With A Purpose. You can follow me on IG, Natasha D29 or Chocolatita. Yes, y'all. Download that episode. Download Raw With A Purpose. See ya. See ya.